With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the true story. True story. About no one major who rents a room in a house. Can't rub two nickels together. <clears throat> and chose to have his life taped. Why? Find out what happens when he stops speaking logically. What? <laughs> and says something stupid. This. What is this? This is the Pound Take Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pound Cake Podcast, and I am your host, Pound Cake. And so this week, I thought we might talk about a special issue that needs to be addressed. Um, So January was the month of the insurrection that will go down in infamy. February is the month of the Gorilla Glue Girl. She glued her hair down, if you don't know that story. I don't know where you've been. And then March is the month of Harry and Meghan and the racist-ass United Kingdom. Well, I guess not the United Kingdom, just the kingdom of the United, the palace. So, allegedly, a member of the royal family questioned Meghan's and Harry's child's skin color. Okay, So, I'll step back here because I I really wanted to get into this because this is an issue that is near and dear to my heart because I've experienced this myself. I wrote articles about it. In past pound takes, I've written about it. If you don't know, if you've never read my article, Light Privilege, I suggest you do it because when we were in the thick of the Black Lives Matter movement, which we still are, but it's not protests every week like it used to be. Um, I wrote an article about what it was like being a biracial person growing up and how people perceive you. Um, I know it, growing up, it was looked at as a white man's world. And the lighter you were, the, the closer to white you were, the better off you would be. And even my mom kind of instilled that in me growing up. And she's a black woman. So this really, this interview kind of triggered me. So Oprah sat down with Harry and Meghan with this bombshell interview with ultimately had like 17 million viewers worldwide. And I don't even know if English television channels like UK television channels were broadcasting this because they have a special relationship with the palace and they don't want to piss people off there. There they care about the morality of, of, you know, their royal family, I guess. They don't, they don't slander them as much as they do our politicians here because they, they have a special relationship. They get special privileges. They get, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's payola laws or stuff like that over there. It's kind of different. But so I watched this interview. And this is after I uh, 
got out of a date, by the way. So I watched this interview. And Megan, who I was just so, so excited about when Harry met her. I always knew he was down with the swirl. Like, he looks like the type of guy that just, you know, that you see some, and this is not even, like, being racist, but there are certain people where you could see, like, oh, wow, they they are open for business for all races, all sizes, all colors, and Harry st- struck me as that guy. <laughs> Harry looked like he he was the guy that if he brought home a black woman, I wouldn't be surprised. William, he ain't got the swag. He ain't got the swag to bring home a person of color. So Kate Middleton, the future queen of England, she she could do it. She has the swag. <laughs> Kate Middleton could could be the queen of England because she she holds herself to a a different standard. But Harry, he's chill. He's cool. You know, he has a certain aura about him. And he's probably the most attractive royal in the royal family. No joke. And that's that's another part of the story that I want to get into. Because they were talking about, you know, what, what the skin tone of <clears throat> the baby would look like. But, yeah, Harry is definitely the most attractive out of the royal family. So it's only right that he would have the most exciting spouse and when he chose a woman of color I just was elated because wow you know we have some diversity in a you know a thousand year old dynasty like this is really freaking cool uh and I thought the royal family thought the same. I thought they wanted, you know, change. I thought they wanted to be modernized and, you know, be with the people. The people, you know, tend to change. Their opinions change. Obviously, we see with the Me Too movement and, and you know, the, so- the social climate that we're in, things that were okay back in the day, you can't do now. So I think it would only be right to, I mean, it, it happened naturally. Harry met Meghan naturally. They fell in love. They weren't set up. I mean, they were set up on a date, but no one picked Meghan to be his wife. So for him to ha- to fall naturally in love with a woman of color, you would think that the palace or the royal family learned from their mistakes about trying to dictate people's dictate people's relationships. People are going to choose who they choose. They're going to love who they love. And ultimately, I don't think any crown is worth that. And Harry was never going to be king anyways. So I don't know why they're making such a huge deal about it. He was already like seventh in line. Because the line of secession is what? So we have Queen Elizabeth. Ding the reigning monarch. Then under her is her son, Charles. Ding. So then after Charles, it's William. Ding. And then William, he has three children. Okay, so wait, that's three, 
four, five, six. Yeah, he has three children. So any one of them will will pass the will can pass the crown to each other. Harry was seventh in line. He was never going to be king, ever. So the fact that they're putting so much emphasis on who he chose to marry, I I don't get it. Like what what difference does it make about his wife? What difference does it make about his, his the skin tone of his baby? Because he's not the reigning monarch. I mean, I don't I didn't understand the big deal with you know Camilla, but then again, Charles was going to be king, so that's why they cared so much. But I mean. There was nothing wrong with Megan. They, it, it was just colorism. And so they sit down with Oprah, and that's when all the memes started, where she was like, what? Um, Megan confessed that there was a conversation between Harry and a member of the royal family. They didn't say who to, you know, hide or conceal their identity to protect them, which I don't know why you would, but they had a conversation with Harry about not getting security, not getting a security detail. Um, essentially, Harry's essentially cut off from the family, cut off as in he can still visit, but he no longer gets a royal salary. He's cut off from security detail which for context these people are some of the most famous people in the world so you imagine being noticed all around the world being recognized all around the world traveling abroad and you have no security how much of a target would you be people can look up where they live People know, you know, where all these palaces are. People could look up where they live. People could look up, you know, where they're traveling to. It's all in an itinerary or it's all in, you know, a traveling schedule. It's not hard to find. And either, you know, they're going to have to pay for security all on their own. And then they said they're going to strip the royal titles from them on top of their child not being a title. Like the Duke of whatever, whatever. So those royal titles are an honor and not everyone gets those. And they gave no specific reason as to why Archie wasn't going to get a title. But they're assuming because it was the color of his skin. So Harry has this conversation and he didn't reveal who it was. But I think it was Charles. My opinion, I happen to think it was Charles. Um, so he has this conversation with the member of the royal family and the question came into play is Harry concerned about the complexion on how dark Archie is and that just that bothered me because they're worried about the skin complexion they aren't giving him a title and they're not giving him you know a security detail do they really care about this child do you really care about you know your possible grandson nephew whatever and because of the complexion of their skin that person automatically you know doesn't qualify to be 
up to your standards, I don't get it. And I completely understand why people are outraged because you would think that the royal family learned their lesson. After everything they went through from the scandals of messing with married men to divorce to Diana, you know, the the, the death of Diana, you think that they they would learn that, you know, you, the, you don't want to take on the court of public opinion. You don't want to. Yeah, diversity is, is a good thing. How how could they not want? You, I mean, again, it wasn't going to disrupt anything in their world. It wasn't going to disrupt uh, the the line of secession and throne. Why are they upset with what Archie's skin color might look like? He's not. They don't think he's going to look as good standing next to them on the on the balcony of Buckingham Palace. Come on, man. So it's hurtful, and this is stuff that I've dealt with my own life. Uh, so it, it kind of just struck a chord with me because Megan was saying how bullied she was and she was suicidal over the stuff that people were saying all because they I don't even think it's because Megan was biracial. I was thinking it's because she's pretty, she's privileged and she has Harry's attention because she's hot. Uh, and everyone wants to be a prince and there ain't no more. There, there's not a more eligible bachelor at the time than Harry. They were waiting for him to have a wife for so long. And again, it doesn't matter because he is in line for the throne, but he's seventh in line. He's never going to be king. So, and they ended up leaving the royal family anyway, so it didn't matter. So they were beating this woman down, saying that she was opportunist. You know, Compton comes to London, all types of crazy shit. And Megas just taking it, taking it, taking it. And she said there's just a lot of racial undertones, which I can believe because they don't want to overtly say that they're racist, but you know, they're they're making making it so like her color played a role in the way that she conducted herself with people. And I'm sure it probably did because I mean I know some girls that don't want to go to certain hair salons because their hairstylists don't know how to do black people hair. And that's a thing. Some hairstylists have never done, you know, uh, ethnic hair. And I now I don't know that that's what they're, they're saying Megan bullied staff about. But I'm just using that as an example. There might be things that they don't know about because they don't have clearance for for certain information where they're saying they're bullying. Things are taken completely, you know, they can always be taken completely out of context, especially when you're a celebrity, because you don't reveal a lot to people. You don't want to reveal everything because you don't have any privacy and you want to have certain things to yourself. So she doesn't have to, she's not obligated to tell the staff everything. And they're probably, they probably want to be all up in the business going places where they shouldn't go, looking at things they probably shouldn't looking at, overhearing things that they shouldn't be listening to. And she probably got pissed and told them to go fuck off somewhere. And then now they're calling her a bitch and she's a bully and yada, yada, yada. But yet, 
she's the problem. And the palace wants to call an investigation into the bullying allegations, but not, you know, confront Prince Andrew and his relations to Jeffrey Epstein. They ain't called no investigation into that. Why is that? Is it because he's white? He's certainly not such a high-ranking, favorable member of the royal family. He's never going to be king. Why do you care so much about preserving his image? Hmm. I grew up, still secret by now, to a white dad and a black mom. And my dad wasn't in the picture. It, it, it just cracks me up because the stereotype is, oh, the the black dad wasn't there to take care of his kids. No, it, I mean, this is yeah, that's a stereotype, but it's a stupid one because my dad was white. And he still wasn't there for his kids either. <laughs> his he wasn't there for his kids either. Um, so race has color has no no basis for whether you're a shitty person or not a shitty person. You're just a shitty person or not a shitty person. <laughs> it has nothing to do with color. So, I grew up in, a, you know, a a black household because I was raised by my mother. And then my brother was also biracial. He also has the same father. Um, and I didn't really deal with racism gr- growing up. I really didn't. Oberlin was such a liberal, progressive city that I didn't really experience racism because all the kids in my school looked like me. It w- I never got called the N-word. I never, I, I didn't grow up like that. It was a very tight-knit community where all the parents knew each other. Now, when I got out of Oberlin, that changed drastically because then I, I... Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Went to a vocational high school because of the same reason I liked, for the same reason I like Oberlin now was the same reason why I hated it then. It was such a small, close-knit community, and everybody knew everybody knew everybody's business, and I wouldn't know parts of that at that time in my life where I was just, be, you know, my life was just beginning, and I was trying to find myself. I needed room to breathe, and I needed to make new friends outside of my graduating class, which was only 98 kids. That's how small it was. So, so I'm, this is going to correlate with, you know, my Meghan Markle story, but yeah, biracial grew up in Oberlin my whole life. Didn't really get any outside influence as to race or anything like that. Didn't really see color. So I wanted to get out of Oberlin. So, High school, I transferred to the local vocational high school where you get kids from all over the county. Now, Oberlin's progressive and liberal, but the surrounding areas are either ghetto or redneck hillbilly hicks. 
and it's not a racial thing, but they are. They're hillbillies. They celebrate a drive your tractor to school day. They they are as country as country could be. And they, little did I know, unbeknownst to me, they did not go to school with any black people. And I was like, and, and to my friends, I'm Whitey McWhiteson because they, they said I conducted myself and talked like a white person, whatever that means. It was stupid, but whatever. Um, again, a, a lot of people around me at that time walked and dressed like me, so I didn't really know what that meant. But when I got to the outside world, I understood outside of the little Oberlin bubble. Uh, so I'm in class with kids who are seeing a black person, their version of a black person for the first time, and I got called the N word. Like I got called, I I got told to go pick cotton. Like all this racial stuff that I'd never even heard before. And I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is like outrageous." And my I didn't change. My demeanor didn't change. I was still the same Cody I always was. But they just immediately saw a race, and they, you know fear something they didn't know just the ignorance that just came from that always asking me racial questions uh you know oh do you do you like watermelon do you like kool-aid or uh, like it it just came out of nowhere and and it was just all these stupid stereotypes i i watched and and heard about on on tv and i was like wow you guys really are that corny you guys really are that ignorant and so it, it just was such a different dynamic uh, than I was used to. And that was the first time I was ever treated differently because of my race. And then the opposite side, the friends I did make, you know, that look past my, my skin tone and just like me for me, they would always say comments about black people as if I wasn't even there. Like, oh, I hate the way, you know, that guy's pants sag or whatever. Just, you know, the fads that ethnic communities, African-American communities um, exhibit sometimes. Uh, At that time, when I was in high school, it was, you know, the sagging pants or I don't don't even remember. Just they would say certain things under their breath and they would say it in front of me as if I wasn't even there or if I was there, I didn't count. Oh, but not you, Cody. Not you. And that's, and it was just even more offensive because I was like, damn, I don't fit in nowhere. I was offended by them saying that comment, but at the same time, I'm even more offended that they felt comfortable enough to say it to me. But what am I going to do? Not be their friend? I, like, I, at that point in my life, I didn't have the liberty of just cutting people off and not having friends. I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to like me so bad. So that was what I was dealing with at the time. And it just, it always bothered me because it followed me up until I went to college. Cause again, I'm dealing with more people from all over the, I didn't know there were so many people that never left their hometowns. That never, I guess, never wanted to because I didn't, most people in my hometown didn't leave, um, but had the will to. 
and I had the will to leave. And other people didn't. They they went to college and that was the first time they ever saw a black person. I'm like, you're 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 18 years old and you never saw, you know, a, a Puerto Rican? You never saw a Mexican? You go to school with all white kids? All rich kids? And again, they they didn't know how to conduct themselves. They didn't know how to treat people the same, equally. Not say snide comments, not say something as soon as they walk away, you know, the racial undertones, uh, afraid, you know, a, a, a black person walks in the room and you like clench your wallet or stupid shit like that. And again, they would say stuff in front of me like I had roommates that would say shit like that in front of me and I was a coward because I didn't do anything about it and I regret it. I should have spoke up and I didn't. And that was my light privilege. I was never, I never came off as threatening to anyone. I was light enough to pass. My mom used to always tell me that, uh, you know, you're passing. And I never knew what that meant because, again, I grew up in a small town where I never really had to worry about it. But she didn't grow up in a small town where, you know, it was black people, you know, they went through a lot of trouble. They went through a lot of problems back then. When my mom was growing up, but I didn't have those same struggles, and I'm sure my mom was very happy about that. But she always told me I was passing, and it was light enough to make it through life with not the same struggles that dark-skinned people deal with. And that, I mean, looking back on now, that that really kind of hurts because I'm like, you know, my mom. Not that she would love me any less if I was darker skin. But she wanted me to have a lighter complexion so my life wouldn't be as hard as hers was. And that sucks. No mother deserves that. No person deserves that. Just have the decency and respect of, you know, a human being. And that's why I hurt so bad seeing Megan say that she was bullied to the point of almost committing suicide. Because I can believe it. Because people just have no filter and they just assume you have this big glamorous life and it's perfect. And they got to know that nothing's perfect. Um, and so Pierce Morgan, I'll get on the topic of him. He was t- going on TV talking about how he didn't, he didn't approve of, you know, the way Megan went about things. And he's always been, you know, full of shit. Pierce Morgan has always been full of shit. This is the same guy that talked about Ariana Grande's um, Manchester bombing and called her a coward, saying that she acted cowardly cowardly afterwards. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect her to do? Because she went home after, you know, her concert was bombed? Like, who would respond to a situation like that correctly? How do you respond to that? Um... So yeah, Pierce Morgan has always been full of shit, and I haven't liked him since then. And <clears throat> he he got on TV and was talking all this shit about Meghan Markle, saying you know she's a sellout and she's changed, and and, and she cuts off her family and her friends after she got royal, and she's full of herself, and he doesn't believe one word that comes out of her mouth. And I guess the co-host that was on Good Morning Britain that 
hosted with him or that he just brought on called him out on it and saying that you know you have a vendetta against Meghan Markle and you should really think about the shit that you say because she she was bullied to the point of almost committing suicide I mean she she said she had mental health issues and that's other people especially after quarantine after everything that's happened other people are dealing with some really hardcore stuff right now and for him to be so insensitive about the whole matter saying no I don't believe her I don't believe her and he just storms off the set goodbye (laughs) goodbye you know so what he'll probably get another job but if he talks mad shit about anybody and everybody every day you have to sit there and take it and the moment someone criticizes him on his own show he walks off so whatever and I think again this has to do with him pledging loyalty to the queen i think that's what it comes down to he's not gonna he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers at the royal with the royal family but you can't say if and this isn't necessarily coming from megan it's coming from harry you mean to tell me if uh a parent a grant if, if this came from charles like i think it did if this came from a member of the royal family and they questioned the the complexion of your child and saying are you going to treat it different are you going to love it different how would that look if it came out with a darker complexion you can't you wouldn't say that that's racist just because it came from someone who's royal or you just don't want to admit it so it sounds to me like Pierce is in bed with the royal family and this was all part of the plan to begin with it's a big distraction because again they pick and choose what they want they're investigating megan for allegedly bullying staff members but they're not investigating the member of the royal family that allegedly said disparaging things about a member of the other royal fa- uh, a member of the royal family just didn't get a title and no security could you imagine that? Like even Trump's family, all 57 of his kids and relatives and ex-wives, all of them got secret service that we're paying for. Our tax dollars are paying for their secret service. Why the fuck aren't you giving Meghan Markle and Harry and Archie secret service, their version of secret service? Like what? I can't believe that. And so it, it was just hurtful. Um, just being a person of color things that mean so little in life the things that make such a such a little difference something so small as skin complexion can you know make people so angry and so ignorant i i just don't get it so i just think Megan and Harry will be a lot better off without the royal family. I really do. I think they'll be a lot better off on their own. They live in California now. America has been waiting for royals. We don't have royals. The closest thing we have to royalty is the Kardashians. And you may laugh, but it's the truth. The closest thing we have to royalty is the Kardashians. Um, 
and yeah, they're here in California. They're they they're safe, secure, and not that we're perfect because we have our own. God knows we have our own racial issues here, but at least it's not. At least you know you can expect your family to, you know, have your back. Megan's family done sold her to the wolves. Like they sold her out. Her dad's talking shit about her, saying that she wouldn't be suicidal if she didn't cut off the family. Like her dad was selling stories to the press. Like you can't trust nobody. The only person that hasn't sold her out was her mom, and her mom's been right there the whole time. Her her half sister, who's like in a wheelchair, has been selling stories to the press. Changed her name back to Markle after she started dating Harry. Megan started dating Harry, and been selling stories to the press ever since. It's just, it has to be like a sad, lonely life for them. And on top of that, you know, being the first for anything, they, they like I said, she wasn't going to be, you know, the black queen. And by the way, for these Commonwealth nations, how do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel that that your sovereign or your possible king soon will, will be representing a country like, I don't know if... Nairobi is still a part of the Commonwealth, but it was. So how do you, how do you think they feel about you? Do are there African nations that are still represented? People act like you know there's not black princes and black queens. There, there's plenty. There's plenty of black kings and queens. And I'm not talking about like, hey king, hey queen. I'm talking about no literal black kings and queens all through Africa royal blood for hundreds if not thousands of years how did these commonwealth nations take that i don't know i don't like it i don't i don't like it at all um and i'm on team harry and megan it's like a romeo and juliet story yes queen get it harry and megan um and they're gonna be doing their podcasting network and you know i'm sure they'll probably have like a movie deal or something like some type of sorry they'll have some type of documentary film about their life something on Netflix I'm sure because Netflix makes deal deals with anybody and if it gets any viewership like it did with their documentary like the 17 million they'll do just fine I mean their interview had 17 million if a documentary gets you know the same views as the interview They'll do just fine. But yeah. So. Just. I think people need to take a step back. And and really analyze. You know. Their their privilege. I, I'm aware of mine. And I'm aware of my platform. And that's why. I really want to speak out when. It's. When I have a, events that I can relate to. And that have affected me personally because I, I am educated in these types of situations. Now I'm, I'm no prince and I'm no mother and I don't have security, but I'm just Cody and I'm a man with an opinion and I've been through some shit. (laughs) So if I can take my itty bitty little platform and share it with you, um, and hopefully it does some good. So, 
that's just what I would have come on. Nothing too long. Very brief. Um, but fuck Pierce Morgan. And fuck whatever member of the royal family that said that. And I'm so glad we don't have, you know, a sovereign here. Although I think y'all think we do. Because y'all like Trump. But whatever. That's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening. And that is my pound take. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.